Once upon a time, Vicky was trapped by the curse of her thoughts. It had her believing she was powerless, imperfect, and weak. Then one day, the curse started to lessen, and Vicky could see a little clearer. As each day passed, her thoughts improved until she broke free. She then began creating magic in her life. Now, Vicky is getting ready to marry her Prince Charming. This is her manifesting success story. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am back with Vicki Pace. It is July 20th, 2021. And this is a continuation from our episode last week. We're going to talk about the money story survival, how it can pop up, how you can be gentle with yourself, all that fun stuff. But first, Vicki, what's awesome? I am sitting in an air-conditioned, beautiful house with my lovely dog who is happy and healthy right now. And, uh, yeah, and I've been well-rested for a number of nights in a row. So, yay. What's awesome with you, Cassie? Yay. Uh, what's awesome with me? Um, I manifested, I think, an amazing dog trainer on an interview earlier with Annie. Yeah. <laughs> so Fun. I'm super excited about that. It's all yeah. lining up. Mm-hmm. Um, and just excited for the pools being rented. So I'm in here interviewing my clients about their amazing lives while also making additional money. So that's always fun for me. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Love it. Um, Very cool. All right. So what is some cool evidence that you've gathered lately? Um, I have met someone that um, is getting screen tested for a new star Wars project and, um, like is in final talks about it. And said person has also invited me to red carpet premieres for his, um, work coming out that will premiere. And, um, also asked me to travel with him when he films on location, like in Croatia and Rome and all the places. <laughs> so fun, Yay. fun evidence. <laughs> that is fun, fun evidence. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, oh, and, I love it. Um, my cousin got proposed to uh, July 4th. <laughs> Yay, yeah. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such good evidence. Yeah. I love it. Um, so what is the best manifestation you've had over the last couple months? I... Um, immediate, the, uh, a free place to live <laughs> <laughs> with my best friend. So it's like extra amazing. <laughs> Yay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's so amazing on so many levels. I love yeah. it. And it's when you and I talked about what I want in a place to move into, mm-hmm. it already fits all of the bills that are, you know, it's the <laughs> bill for all the things that I want already. So it's, I get to practice living in my perfect place right now every day. Yay. That's amazing. I love that. And so how do you know it's happening? Um, I am making more than enough money right now in a very easy job. I'm getting really great sleep. I am receiving awesome, super fun, amazing gifts and receiving compliments every day. And I am getting paid to look at amazing views and to manifest money. Yay. (laughs) That's awesome. I really love that. I'm getting paid to manifest money. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. So all of that is amazing. Money is flowing and you're manifesting. And one of the things that 
Well, I'm going to ask you, so what is something that you've grown through or overcome in the past couple months? Um, I have been, I, I saw a big moment when my old money story was coming to play. Um, and I caught it, um, a lot sooner than I would have, um, in the past. Um, and I am still like growing and learning, um, while I'm going through this breakup process too. Yeah. So amazing. Um, so let's talk about the money story. So your old money story, your patterns were survival, right? So for anyone listening, this is the most, it's the most stressful story for sure. Um, it is, it's categorized by stress. Like really, if somebody is super stressed about money, generally their story is survival because everything, they, that's where you, um, that's where you survive, but it's really what feels good before the enchanted circle, before you start changing your money story. When this is your money story, um, you do what I call hot potato money. So if you get $300, you probably spend $350 like the next instant. Or maybe if you know you're going to get $300, you spend $350 before the check even makes it or the refund or whatever it is. <laughs> um, because that is people with the money story survival, they, your brain knows you can live in this panic. Oh my God, how am I going to make it money place? Mm -hmm. And the only way to be in that, oh my God, how am I going to make it money place is to have little money is to not have enough money. Yeah. Whatever's coming next, right. Is to not have, to have a hundred dollars in bank account and need 200 or to have a thousand and need 2000. And it becomes this pattern of being able to survive in that place. And that's where sort of the adrenaline rushes come from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so talk to us cause um, we've talked a little bit about this, but I want to dive into this. So what were some of the things that you were doing that were survival things before you joined the enchanted circle? Is While you were bringing up examples that my brain automatically <laughs> referred back to the back in the day, the things I would do specifically when I was working as a server back in New York city, long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I would knew I got a big tip on a table. I'd go out that night and drink it, you know, just (laughs) drop it at the bar, even though it literally like, it wasn't going to get into my bank account for like two more weeks. I still knew it was coming to me. So I would just spend it all right away. Mm-hmm. Literally hot potatoing money. I mean, I don't think I could have spent it faster actually. And I would even, oh, God, I get it. I'm getting a little bit of a cringe just thinking about it. I worked at a really nice steakhouse. It was really great food. So sometimes I would like buy myself a, a really great steak. Uh-huh. <laughs> like spend it all that second. Like right away. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was big, big hot potatoing money. Um, and then it shifted, you know, it, it's come in different forms throughout the years, but then like the moments leading up to joining the enchanted circle. Mm-hmm those, those weren't, I guess they were extreme moments. They were, they were like big hot potato money and, and lots of panic and stress and breakdowns. And, um, they weren't even breakdowns. It was just panic attacks, you know, cause I, I wasn't breaking down and building anything back up. It was, it was like just freaking out. <laughs> right. Freaking out. And then the problem solved. And it's like, it's, it's almost as if it never happened. 
because mm-hmm. you don't learn anything from it, right? It's like, oh my God, panic. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a hundred bucks. Okay, I'll be fine for three more days. And then yeah. there's no, yeah, because you aren't breaking down about it. You aren't learning anything. It just keeps happening. Yeah, and then six months later, some something happens again and I'm screaming and crying saying, I can't believe this happened again. And like going down a self-punishing um, spiral. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's important for listeners, like if you recognize this behavior, like, and I love this, like steakhouse by the steak or by drinks before, like you're even home. Yeah. That's amazing. Cause that is, that's what survival does because it can't even hit your bank account. You can't have like, let's say it was an, you know, extra hundred dollar tip. You can't that hundred dollars as weird as it is, makes you feel unsafe when it's extra, like you, the hundred over is way feels way more unsafe than the hundred under when it comes to your brain, because your brain has learned to survive through this. And if you can serve, like if you're surviving, you're still alive, which means your brain's doing its job. So let's not change anything up, even though it doesn't yeah. feel good. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like the comfort zone. That's, yeah. It's, it was comfortable for my brain to be in a mild state of panic at all times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> single day, even when I felt good about money, there was still an underlying tremor of panic at all times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this question popped into my head. I wasn't planning on it, but I have been wanting to ask it to you for a while. When you said yes to the enchanted circle, like it, maybe there was a couple of times where the payment was coming close to coming out, but it, there was really, I don't think you were ever in danger of not making your payment. No. Like, do Never. you think that was a my, like, tell us about that. Cause I think it's super important. And I'm really curious, like, was it just like, when you made the decision, you think you just was like, it's always going to work. I think what it was, I think when I first saw what the investment would be, mm-hmm. I immediately knew in my soul that that is super reasonable and I can absolutely do that. And I wonder if that's sort of just what set the tone for yes. it from there and out. Okay. out. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I didn't really actively think about it. Until yeah. then it was just like another investment that was coming up every month. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, um, negotiable. <laughs> it just, yes. It was happening. And that was that. <laughs> yeah. And so I think it was from that different energy. Like that is the, was the key for you is, you know, going out and buying drinks was getting rid of money. You didn't make the decision when you had just gotten like extra money and were like, Oh, okay, I can do this. It was that sole decision. Like this is where I need to be. Yeah. Because I had, I had reached out to a different coach and that really didn't feel good, Mm -hmm. but I still was just feeling such a pull towards getting a coach. And you two were the, you and and Ginny were the only people I knew of at the time. And I, since then I, I know it's a thing like an an LOA coach, like I know it's a thing now, but at the time I was like, this is it. It's, it's, you know, so, um, but it, it wasn't a, it wasn't as panic driven as I'm making it sound. It yeah. was, a, it was very much a pull. I was being pulled towards it. Right. It yeah. was like, Oh, this is, a, and I still want this, right. Not like I have to figure it out. It was like, no, but I want this. Yeah. I think I remember just like, it wasn't like a fuck it. I'm doing it. It was, it was just like, this is happening. Opening my laptop, pulling out my card, setting it up. Yes. And being on the call like three days later. <laughs> yes, which yeah. is so awesome. Mm-hmm. And so from that point, um, over the last three years, you've really grown your money story. What would you say it is now today? 
Um, <laughs> you haven't heard this. I just came up with it. Um, in love with money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been good with money for a while, but yes. I just have a different feeling towards and with money now than I did before. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to throw a question that probably should have gone in last week's episode, but do you feel, because I, I perceived your past relationship to be very like, hold on and strangle money a little bit. Like once that ended, do you feel like then you could be in love with money? Yeah, I guess, I guess so. You're right. Yeah. That's a big parallel. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And I like, I, yeah, my part, like I, I was working so much with you to create my own money story, mm-hmm. having someone else's money story involved the whole time. I didn't realize was, a f- I knew it was affecting me. Who am I kidding? But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it until you just said it now that, yeah, that I think that's allowed me, this space has allowed me to love money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yay. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So, and then, you know, as caused by the breakup is, I mean, our money stories will come back up. It's happened for me when we grow, there's always Mm -hmm. the potential. It doesn't have to come up every time, but what I want people to understand is it's not uncommon. It's not doing anything wrong. It is very common when we go to a next, the up level, like that story comes up again because we have to get used to having more money. Like every time we have more money, we have to grow into that. And so, you know, at the end, you know, sort of in the middle of breaking up and different things, you sort of slipped back into these patterns of survival, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but it's so funny, even with all that, the survivaling hot potatoing I did, I still was I still saved a thousand dollars. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. I I know. Yeah. Um, So, uh, but then like we had some coaching about it. Like when the next month started, I was like, I, 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 it wasn't like, I can't believe I let this happen again, but it was a, I, it was a little bit of that, but you brought my attention to if, if this had happened, you know, a year, six months ago, how would it have gone differently? And you brought that up to bring my attention to the fact that I stopped it like three weeks in and Mm -hmm. I'm still saving money and making more than enough money. And I have more than enough money coming in. Whereas like a year, I mean, however long ago, I would have just kept going till uh, the plane crashed and burned. (laughs) And then I come to you crying. (laughs) Right. Ooh, explain that in a little more detail. Explain the difference. I get it, but I want... I want everyone to hear it. So in the past, I would hot potato my money and like essentially just throw it away and just get it out of my bank account as soon as quickly as I could. Um, and, and then all of a sudden my bank account would be overdrafted and I would get on a call with you and say, what is happening? Why is this happening? How do I fix this? Tell me, give me the magic spell to like when guardium leviosa fix it. And, (laughs) and you, we had had, that was definitely my pattern that had happened. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't even want to think of how many times, (laughs) but it definitely happened full. And those were breakdowns, honest to goodness, breakdowns, Mm -hmm. like crying, letting things break apart and opening up to the next time that this might 
come up, I could choose differently. Um, so yeah, that's what I mean by, uh, getting the, letting the plane crash and burn, just spending, spending, spending until <laughs> I was in the red and calling you. In yeah. <laughs> and this, right. And this time you saw it, yeah. right. And you could recognize like, oh, I didn't stick to my budget. That's mm-hmm. probably why you recognized it. Right. Because you've invested a lot in your budget and a lot in understanding. And there's been a lot of coaching where you're coming like, Ooh, I have an extra thousand dollars. Can I spend it on this? Like, Nope leave it in your bank account. Oh, but now I have $1,500. Can I spend it on this? Like, I think I need this. I think this is it. Like, is it inspired? No. Okay. Leave it in your bank account. Get used to having more and more money in your bank account. Yeah. I love seeing all those digits in my bank account now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The budgeting, it, it was all such a great growing, learning growth process that I had to go through all those uncomfortable times really get comfortable with, um, budgeting and knowing what's coming in and out of my bank account at all times. Those are all things that help me get in tune with my instincts and my gut. And those, that awareness helped me be aware of, aware of, um, my spending habits, like what was happening and that sort of high feeling you get when you're hot potatoing money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say for sure, a budget, um, is one of those tools that is essential for survival. Like none of the money stories, except for hold tight, have a budget and they all have their own reason, but survival is because it feels that's where you survive is not having a budget. If you have a budget, you you know, um, then you just get rid of more money. And so learning to use that as a tool and getting more comfortable with a little bit more money and a little bit more money and a little bit more money is really key to changing that survival story. Um, any other keys to like catching it or forgiving yourself or being okay when you up level and it comes up again? Um, just like what, um, telling yourself once you've, um, become aware that it's happening or it's about to happen, catch yourself, take a breath, change. Focus has been helpful for me, like getting up and moving. I mean, not like going for a run necessarily, but just like walking to the kitchen, getting a new glass of water, um, or put my phone down for 10 minutes. Like I'll sometimes just set a timer and give myself some space from my phone or my laptop. Um, and then if, if you see, if you look back and you're like, well, that was definitely hot potatoing money. I just tell myself, um, what is it? It's, it's a thing you've told us in the past. Like I, I'm, I'm growing and learning. And this was an experience for me. Help me out here. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and this is an experience for me to learn or to do it differently next time? To do it differently next time. Yes. This mm-hmm. is a helpful for me to be more aware in the future. I have it written in my phone. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> That's okay. But it's a thing. Yeah. But you yeah. use it. Yeah. And yeah. basically it is like, this is, I I'm okay. And I'm learning and growing. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay. Like that's always a good thing to remind myself is like, I'm safe. I'm all my investments are still covered. Or even, you know, if, if you're one of those people who's still in a really big survival mode and your investments are not covered, it, you still got to remind yourself you are safe. You're breathing you're going to be fed tonight. You'll, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Like the, your house isn't going to burn down around you kind of a thing. Like it's going to be fine. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and this ties back in. We talked a lot in the last episode about this. I think it was the last episode, the slow, quick way. And this is it, right? So mm-hmm. very often people want to do the quick way is like, let me just beat myself up for not having any money. That never works. That's a very slow way because you just, sometimes in survival, I think that is a thriving place. Like that's a feel good place to beat yourself up. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, when the moment passes and you have money, you stop beating yourself up and you, you know, keep moving on. Um, but the slow, quick way really is to take the time and know each one is a lesson. And what am I going to learn? How did I learn about what my body feels like? How did I learn about when I did it? Was there something, you know, was I stressed? Was I this? All of those things are the slow, quick way to learn how to write a new story, Mm. which means letting go of all of these patterns. Yeah. That I, I didn't realize I was consciously doing that. I, I was, no, sorry. I see, I was not consciously doing that, but I see now that I was becoming very in tune with my body and how I was feeling when these things were coming up Mm -hmm. and it's, um, I I can label them, identify them relatively quickly. Now, if I'm slipping into an old habit or some, or how I say in my mind is something my future self wouldn't do like this. Yes. My future self doesn't feel this way. Mm -hmm. So this is not, and I don't think it's applicable to everything, but in terms of money, I can feel when I'm survivaling yeah. my money. <laughs> right. Cause you get used to, that is one way of being this and your future self's way of being this is different. Like literally, right. Even down to probably the like physical, how you stand or sit in that moment. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I think I've said this on past interviews, like my body, feeling my body and my posture, that's a really easy, fast way for me to click into where I'm going, my future self. Yay. That's awesome. Anything else in your heart or your mind that you want to make sure we share about survival, the survival money story, changing your money story, any of that today? Um, get a coach. <laughs> like it's, I, I just feel like that's just the best way to, um, support yourself growing away from, um, a story you don't want anymore and to give yourself some grace and ease and, you know, grace, give yourself some space to grow and learn and have experiences and really then learn from them. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And when this interview comes out, you could choose Vicki to be your coach. So, (laughs) yes. So (laughs) if you're feeling like I like her, I feel like she would get me, like I would feel supported, go to manifest10k.com. If you want to apply to pay after manifest, do that. And you can choose Vicki to be your coach. Mm -hmm. Yay. I love it. I do too. Any, um, any other final words today? No. Mm-mm. All right. That feels complete to me. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you all for joining us. Make sure to come back and check out what else is awesome in Vicki's life next time. The telling of stories is so powerful, both to the person telling it and the person receiving it. Since 30,000 BC, We as humans have told stories to teach and guide. And now we, with Manifesting Success Stories, hope to inspire you to what is possible in your own life. If you want more Manifesting Success, go to moremanifestingsuccess.com.
www.thecreativeoutlet.com, where you'll find links to anything we've talked about on the show. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you have the power to write your own happy ever after.